Now it's time for a breakdown. You're listening to Gap to Gap, brought to you by The Breakdown. Three, two. Pebbles drill deep to left field. Going back, choice. Looking up. See ya. 3,000. History with an exclamation point. Back to full. Red Sox fans have longed to hear it. The Boston Red Sox are world champions. Swing and a drive to deep right, away back, goal! Jason Giambi has done it! Episode number 66. The Indians have lost seven straight. That was bleach, that wasn't a beer. Um, yeah, whatever, baseball seven, how are you? I'm, uh, I'm, I'm doing great. Cool. Cool. <laughs> The Indians have lost seven in a row, an equivalent of nineteen in an M- in a in a regular MLB season. They've gone literally from first to worst in these playoff standings. Mm-hmm. As now they are a whopping six games out of first. When the last time we recorded, they were in first place. Yeah, I, 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 you know, I knew, I knew it, I knew it, I knew it that when I was typing up. The, the the title and, and when I was I was hitting submit on the RSS feed for last week's episode that that you're on bleach watch that I'm like this <laughs> this is probably bad karma for me yeah and I'm like um, I'm like because I'm like he wasn't he wasn't even that bad I just need a title and I need something but I, I know credit credit to me for taking the Yankee struggles in stride um, much better than I'm taking the Indians because the Indians yeah. look like a fucking little league team letting Javi Baez score from first on a stolen base. Yeah, that's a tough one, man. Uh, and, and meanwhile, you bring up Sandy Leone to pinch hit. Word that I never I never even fathomed would be uttered. And your best reliever is is st- sitting in the bullpen twiddling his thumbs in a potential save situation to, to because, you know, hey, maybe maybe in extra innings we could need him for a save. Well, you got to get there. Fuck, I hate the Indians, man. It's tough watching this because at the like in the back of my head, I'm thinking, wow, Tommy must be on Bleach Watch soon. And then, of course, you are now. But, um, yeah, it's it's not looking great. Uh, there's a couple scenarios here where I still think, and we were talking before recording that, I still think the Indians are, are going to make it. Um, I think what's working in your favor potentially, and I say potentially is like a bold face potentially, is that the Yankees play their next five games against the Blue Jays. And the Blue Jays are really what you have to worry about right now. Because if the Blue Jays go on a little bit of a run, A, it fucks the Yankees, but B, it helps the Indians. So uh, as far as I can tell, Tommy, I think you're a huge Yankees fan right now too because you need the Yankees to beat the Blue Jays so the Indians still have somewhat of, you know, some breathing room. Um, Otherwise... You're not looking at October baseball. Well, it's funny you mention that because right now I'm wearing a plain white tee because I haven't earned my pinstripes yet. But believe me, <laughs> over these next few days, I will be earning them in Yankees fandom because we're officially, and I love that. I love this. I hate that it's at the expense of my Indians struggling. 
But, buddy, we are officially in scoreboard watching season. We are. We are. And what an electric scoreboard watching season this is going to be. Just for, I'm looking at the AL specifically. Um, and this is a great segue as we start talking playoff picture as it stands right now. So, we talked about the usual suspects. You, you mentioned the White Sox. Uh, and I shouldn't say usual. But they're in first place right now. They're going to make it. The Tampa Bay Rays, they're going to make it. The Oakland Athletics, they will make it. Um, you go down the board, and I want to I want to focus in on the AL West, which is the weakest division in all of baseball. Your second place team is the Houston Astros, who, by all accounts, should be probably a top three team in the AL, but they're not. Uh, it's funny how cheating can do that to you when you get exposed. Weird. But they're it's almost like karma exists between me and yes. the Astros. <laughs> Imagine that. Um, <laughs> Oscar the Grouch must be looking out, but. Astros are 24 and 24 as of today on September 16th. Um, the Mariners, 22 and 26. They are only two games out of second place in that division, which would secure them a postseason berth. So think about the way that this division is, it, the way it stands right now is you could potentially have a 500 or worse team make the playoffs from the American League and not be a wild card team. And that was my fear with this new playoff format. Yep. Because don't get me wrong, I like more teams getting in. I like the idea of um a more competitive playoff format. I really like the way they're structuring the new playoff. And we'll get into that in a minute. But I didn't want this to become the NBA where yeah. half the league gets in. And you run into a team like the Marlins, who I talked about this at the trade deadline, where they're not sure if they're tanking or going for it. And, and you run into a situation, I'm gonna again, I'm going to go back to the NBA, of the Atlanta Hawks, mm-hmm. where you're perpetually stuck in limbo because you don't know if you're going for it or tanking. No, that's a gr- honestly like I love the analogy because that's exactly what we're seeing right now. Is especially if you zero in on the ALS, where it seems to be completely wide open, or I shouldn't say completely, but honestly, even the Angels have an outside shot at making this right now. And I can't believe I'm saying that, but they're four and a half games out of second place, like. That still rings true that they could potentially make it. Uh, also, I want to say this. Joe Madden is not fooling anyone anymore. This team fucking stinks, and I'm so mad that I took the over on them going into this year when we had our projections. So, fuck Joe Madden. You need some fucking depends because you are just old and stupid. I'm so sick of this. Um, <laughs> but the Mariners, like, just imagine the narrative here and, and the karmic retribution that it would place on the Astros. So the, the Astros less than a year has passed since they've been caught with their pants down cheating. And the Mariners of all fucking teams could be the reason that you don't make the playoffs. Like the Mariners who had in all of professional sports have the longest playoff drought could be the one that takes over. Like, I, I think that is just poetic justice. I think it's beautiful. And I'm really, really rooting for this to happen. Yeah. So so let's talk about this. Let's say, I mean, granted, I had you on Bleach Watch last week. You, I, I'm, I'm officially taking you off of Bleach Watch. I, thank you. Um, 
I'm currently on Bleach Watch. But let's say, in a hypothetical world, the Yankees miss the playoffs. Mm-hmm. And in a, in a hypothetical world, the Indians miss the playoffs. And we somehow get a situation where Seattle and... I don't want to say Detroit, because that would put the Indians fourth in the division. It wouldn't we'll be Detroit. Baltimore. It would probably be Toronto... And so it wouldn't even be Seattle. Be well, Toronto. Toronto would slot up to that second spot. You're right. So, yeah, it, would, it could be Detroit then. Yeah, you're right. So is Seattle and Detroit are the, are the next two in the wild card. I'm going to say Seattle both. Nah, I can't do that to you either. Fuck. Uh, okay, we'll say Seattle-Detroit. What dark horse or what team are we rooting for in the playoffs in that scenario? It's got to be the Mariners. It has yep. to be. Okay, I'm, I'm, I was just making sure that we're there. Yeah, we're, we're on the I'm same page. There. We're on the same page. And, and I think... Looking at the Mariners team, it's funny. The Mariners, again, they they were sellers at the trade deadline. Who could blame them? They're the fucking Mariners. This is what they do. Um, You know, we're less than two weeks away from the postseason starting. And now they got to be scratching their heads like, fuck, why didn't we trade for someone? Yeah. Like, that's that's the issue. And to use your Hawks analogy, this is essentially like if the Knicks were to make a push to make the playoffs. Like, no shot in hell they're trading for any talent to make them better at a trade deadline. But if they happen to find themselves in that situation, you know that they're not going far either. Mm-hmm. So that's why, you know, the, the Mariners making the playoffs would be great for the city of Seattle. It'd be great for Mariners fans, uh, all 10 of them. Shout out Dan- Danny DeAngelis from the breakdown, who is a Mariners fan. I don't want to besmirch your people, but, um, <laughs> but seriously, like, it, it's it's a great moment for the team and the franchise, but at the same time, like what what did you just attain? You, you made the playoffs in an expanded playoff situation in a sixty game season. Are we really going to hang our hats on this as if this was like your coming to God moment? I don't think you do, and I think it's great to fuck the Astros, but at the same time, I look at all this through the lens that this. I don't want to say it's not a real season. I hate that excuse, but it's it's weird. It's strange. Can we yeah. agree on that? It's extremely weird. It is extremely strange. I couldn't dis or I couldn't agree more. It's just such a weird situation. Um, but f- let's go to the NL. Yeah, because we don't we don't talk NL enough. We don't. This pod. Um, and I think actually as a whole, I think the NL doesn't get talked about enough. Um, Dodgers, Cubs, Atlanta, mm-hmm. Padres, Marlins, Cardinals are the ones and twos. Philly and San Fran are your wild cards. Cincy is a half game out by my judging, and Colorado is a full game out. So Cincinnati's a half and game so out. And so is Milwaukee, sorry. Yeah, so Cincinnati's the one I'm looking at because Cincinnati technically has. So technically at this point, it's tough to say whether they should be in second or not because the Cardinals decided to go gamble at a casino during the height of a fucking pandemic. Yeah. Um, Which, hang on a second. I think if it comes down to it, and let's just say, for whatever reason, the Cardinals don't get in 60 games, and if you're in a win percentage tie with somebody, mm-hmm. Reds get automatically. It's not even like, it's not even a fucking decision. Yeah. We, we're not going down the line in tiebreakers. It, you, 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 you snooze, you lose. You, game, you, you play with COVID, you lose. You play stupid games, you get stupid you prizes. You win stupid prizes, yes. That's the, the one I was trying to find and could not, but yes. But yeah, no, <clears throat> I couldn't agree more. I think like the Reds is the team that I'm looking at as like that mystery team, mystery date. Um, I think they they deserve it more than the Cardinals. The, the Reds will 
should should play more than the Cardinals uh, if it comes down to that, barring any you know the last two weeks, barring any COVID outbreaks. Um, so yeah, I, I like your thought there. The the other thing about the NL that's interesting. So the NL East is is super concentrated. Like we talk about the AL West being the worst division. I so I'm not going to say the NL East is the worst division. I will just say the NL East is the most competitive division. That's putting a positive spin on a terrible situation because if you look at the Miami Marlins, they're 24 and 22. They they would be in the postseason today, not as a wild card team. Or not as like a true wild card playing team, I should say. Um, as a second place team, yeah, the they'd be the five seed currently. They would match up with the Padres in the first round if the season ended today. Yes, but the Phillies are a half game out at twenty four and twenty three. The New York Mets. I feel like this is the second year in a row since we've been doing this podcast. The Mets are in the home stretch, and we think they might be able to do it. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna just go out right now on a limb and, and say to all the Mets fans and all the listeners who have any affiliation with Queens or the Mets, your team sucks. There's no shot in hell. Uh, this is an apparition. <laughs> You're not making the playoffs. <laughs> so it's really between right now the Phillies, the Reds, and potentially the San Francisco Giants as making it interesting. The Mets have no shot in hell. I don't give a fuck. They suck. And that was meet the Mets. That was meet the Mets. <laughs> yeah, I, I agree though. You're, I mean, you're a handful of games out if you're lucky. Exactly. Um, I like the San Francisco team. I like I them just because they have not, like a lot of they're these just teams, different. They're different. Yeah, they're not like one of these upstart young teams. Like, there's still a lot of veterans. They have a lot of payroll, but there you can tell if it was a regular year, they're a team in transition. That if they were to go 75 to 82 wins or whatever, it's a huge success. This year, they might make the playoffs. Like that's that's what I think is very interesting and, and somewhat as a fan, it's super exciting too because there's going to be some teams that make the playoffs in both leagues, like the Marlins, the White Sox potentially the Mariners, uh, potentially the Giants. Like, there's some teams here that we're looking at like, fuck, they shouldn't be here. But they are, and we should embrace that because hopefully this never happens again. Um, But at the same time, I think it's interesting to look back and say, wow, like, what the fuck happened with the 2020 postseason? So it's funny you say that because, as we transition topics, Rob Manfred says he wants this playoff format to stick Moving forward, says there's already traction from owners to make it permanent starting as soon as 2021. Fuck that. Yeah, I mean, I so on one hand, I'll play devil's advocate because I think if you have 162 games to sample, um, and I think we talked about it last year too, you know, some of the teams that were on the bubble to make it were technically were playoff teams in a matter of speaking based on their records because I think it does even itself out over a long enough season which the MLB is so I'm not super upset that they want to go for it and I understand why they want to because revenue is is king cash is king and, and we all know that but at the same time I think when you add an extra 100 games do you really think you're going to see the Marlins and the Mariners and the Giants and the Tigers potentially as one of those teams knocking on the door. I personally don't. I think it normalizes at about the two to three month mark of the season anyways. I think you mm-hmm. start, I, I, I mean, personally, I think you start seeing teams that 
you know are going to have a chance that they start playing more competent baseball, I should say. Not well, but competent. Um, like, you wouldn't see the Pirates put a fucking stretch together. You know, that's, yeah. just, that's just the way it is. But I think over 162 games, I, I like the idea of expanding the playoffs. That My problem is... Does it, and you alluded to it earlier with the NBA analogy, does it make it less of an accomplishment for a lot of these teams? I think it does. I think it makes it, I think it waters down the playoffs. I think the beauty of the MLB playoffs, sorry, I was uh, reading something on my screen, it was a fucking pop up. Um, the beauty of the MLB playoffs is that. You have to work your tail off to get there. You can't... Because at this point, the regular season, 162, a lot of people would argue is already watered down. Because like you said, the the picture really comes into focus three months in, three, four months in. Yeah. Now, are you making the, the, regu- the, the already maybe watered down regular season? Are you just watering that down even further now? Well, there's a couple things there. So, it, Galaxy Brain Take, I think this also cements them in that stance that they do not want minor league baseball back to where it was. Because if you expand the playoffs permanently and you're looking at an extra, what is it, four teams total? Yeah. So, you're looking at that extra four teams. How many teams do you think are going to be aggressive about calling up prospects? Well, no, 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 no. It's, it's uh, six teams. Okay, yeah. So an extra Three six, from each league. Yeah, you're right, you're right. So an extra six teams total. How aggressive do you think that teams are going to be calling up minor league prospects in September to give them some run? Well, I mean, and teams are already stingy about that as is with manipulation of service time. I know. So I think this, this is just another giant middle finger to the minor leagues. Mm, um, that's so true. And, and, He's appointing the Cleveland Indians right now. Sorry. Fuck, I'm so angry about the Indians. <laughs> bleach, bleach, bleach. Um, drink, 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 blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Cures COVID, though. Um, <laughs> but here's the thing, though. It, it, it really just, it, you're right, it waters it down, but at the same time, does it make September? Because September baseball, for me, in the past, has always been such a drag. It's like, all right, enough. Like, can we just get to fucking October? Like, we understand. Yeah, we know who's there. Yeah, the, we, we get the, it. The Yankees in a traditional year, are up in the division by 15 games. We don't fucking need this. Yeah, like, I don't need to see Tyro Estrada and Tyler Wade playing middle infield for the Yankees September 15th. Like, I just don't need it. But at the same time, it's like, okay, now if we expand the playoffs, does that disincentivize team? And I hate to say this at the expense of minor leaguers because, you know, friend of the program, Mitch Farachik, you know, great guy, wishing the best, but I also don't want to see the bullshit call-ups for the sake of bullshit call-ups just to expand the rosters so you can give some guys some rest. I, I'd like to watch competitive baseball for an extra month because right now the way I look at September is an extension of the minor league season because the minor league season ends in August anyway. So you're basically giving the, the chosen few more run to play, and it, it that's what really, in my opinion, waters down Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just, man, it just, it's so frustrating to to sit here and think that we can be, in, in, man, like, so many people already don't like baseball because of its length and because of its watered-down regular season. And mm-hmm. I just, mm, it just, 
It just irks me, man. There's no right answer either because... Yeah, there's not. At the same token, it's like in July, if we're looking at this and you know that, what, 16 teams make the playoffs, it's, okay, well, great, so my team still has a shot. Like, how does it affect the trade deadline in a regular year? That's what I really want to know. So you, you really only have those 14 teams that know they suck or know they're not going anywhere. And out of those 14 teams, some are delusional to think that they still make, they may have a shot. I'm looking at you, New York Mets. Hmm. Um, do we like, does this water down the trade deadline? Do we see an activity or do we see the same or more activity as a result of this? Because more teams have a shot now. I, I, I don't know. There's no right answer. And it's tough to really gauge it until we have a full season under our belts to see what this looks like. I think yeah. I think 2020 has given us this opportunity, um, whether we want it or not, to see what baseball could look like. At the same token, I'm not sure I want it to go full in where they're trying to take it. I think the way they're they're moving towards it is is purely just a revenue scheme. I don't think it's has the fans' interest at heart. It never does. Um, I don't know. I think baseball is one of those sports. Personally, you don't fuck with too much. I think expanding the playoffs is fine, but I wouldn't do it at the rate that they're doing it right now and just and call it that. That's what it is. That's this is the new status quo. That sixteen teams, more than half the league, will make the playoffs. I don't like that. I think you need to slim it down by at least two teams and make it a little bit more competitive. But that's just my thoughts. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I think. It, it, to me, the expansion, and I'm, I'm going to use that word in quotes when I go into what my expansion idea for the playoffs would be, is you take that wild card game, make it a three-game series, and that, mm-hmm. and, and I think that's where you can it for now. And I think we're going to see with this year's postseason just how cool those, a three-game series will be. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know, man. It just it, 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 it irritates me. It irritates way. me because, like... Think of those teams, like the teams that, so the, the Nationals in recent memory are a great example. They had that play-in game. It's not a playoff game. I don't care what anyone says. It's a play-in game. Uh, they had the play-in game and they ended up winning the World Series. The Royals did it about five years ago, I believe. Or maybe more now. Mm-hmm. But, you know, think about the other teams that had to play them. Like, fuck, if we had three games against them, who knows what could have happened. Yeah. Yeah. It's all fucked. It's all fucked. Looking at you, Rob. Um, looking at you, Rob. Speaking of Rob, Rob came down with another uh, idiotic decision the other day, and he um, made it so that there won't be any alcoholic beverages during postseason locker room celebrations. Well, no, actually, the reason he so – did you know that any open container attracts COVID? I, you know what? I think I read that, which is, you know, why I led the cheers with a, uh, a nice cold Coors Light. Oh, 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 hold on. Let me just, let me just uh, pour up a little bit real quick. Keep pour talking. yourself a little COVID? Yeah, let me pour myself a little COVID. I mean, heck, heck, if the Indians keep playing the way they do, I might try and bottle COVID and just ingest it. Like, <laughs> man, oh, man. <laughs> You know what though, the the fact that you're so, I I don't understand it. Like, if I win, if I get to the playoffs, whatever the celebration may be, I'm gonna pop champagne. I don't give a fuck. 
At that point, I'm I'm immune to any disease, especially negativity, Rob. You yeah. piece of shit. But I just I don't understand it. Um, th- like this is one of those nonsense rules that we keep talking about. Like you have these rules set in place, but you can't explain why they're set in place. This is this reminds me of one of them. Mm-hmm. I agree. And so 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 here's why I think they set it in place is so that guys aren't congregating in the locker room for a long period of time in which that like that's where you get the 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 potential for covid transmission my problem with that is these guys have spent damn near every moment together since july is that when we got going well earlier than that because june right yeah june or whenever, whenever we went back, they've spent damn near every moment together since whenever that was, whether it was June or July. Then we're going to be in the bubble in the playoffs, and we'll get to that in a minute. But we're going to be in the bubble in the playoffs, so what the fuck does it matter? It doesn't. That's the thing. Like, if you're in a bubble, and here's the thing. It's not a true bubble. This is like those bubble ones that give you a shit ton of bubbles because there's not one central location. The only central location about this, that is Texas. Um... Other than that, it's not a true bubble like the NBA or the NHL has done. You're, you're mm-hmm. still looking at travel. You're still looking at external factors that could fuck this up in one way or the other. Uh, so that's why I don't understand it. Like, if you're going to go in, all in on a bubble, go all in on a bubble. There, like, you have multiple tra- like spring training complexes that you can use. Yeah, why does it need to be in a stadium? It doesn't. You could have used the Grapefruit League or the Cactus League. You could have done Arizona or Florida. Texas makes no sense to me, but I, like, I understand Globe Life being the World Series. I get that. It's a brand new stadium. You want to give it some run? Fine. That's I'm fine with that. Leading up to that, like, why the fuck are we doing this the way it is? Like, I, I just don't. Please, Rob. Please, Rob. Please come on the pod. Please. Also, what happened to giving LA the World Series because as retribution for the All Star Game? Well, no, because uh, that would be admitting that twenty twenty is a full season, so they they want to wait on that one. Oh fuck this, dude! I'm just. It is funny, dude. Like I love so baseball fucked, so much, bro. but I fuck it. Like I swear to God, Major League Baseball is like American politics. You can't get this a shit's... fucking straight answer out of anyone. This shit's so ass backwards. It's not even funny. Um, speaking of ass backwards and MLB making the wrong decision, um, how about the new champagne, fuck, I'm reading the, reading off the doc, um, the new social media policy that the MLB came out with, um, I mean, they tweeted, or Trevor Bauer tweeted out this graphic that apparently MLB sent out to players and, and made public knowledge. It says new social media policy slash major league players regarding major league players. Mm-hmm. It might as well just read across the top. Hey, Trev, shut the fuck up. Because we, this thing is pretty blatantly at Trevor Bauer. Well, yeah. I mean, we talked about it last week. Trevor Bauer is the villain that MLB has been waiting for. And for all the right reasons. He, like, and I'm talking about in-game. Like, you take away this guy's ability to express himself. And not just him. Any player that's looking to do that. You take away this any player's ability to express themselves in, in which way they, they find fit. And, and I don't mean like, you know, divisiveness, like politically charged or anything like that. I mean like just expressing themselves and interacting with fans and other players 
you're basically telling young kids growing up who are, you're trying to attract a baseball that this sport is no fun. Pretty right? much. You're basically saying like, yeah, baseball is a sport shrined in history and we have to basically put this in a casket and never like it's Pandora's box. You can't open it. Um, they tried to Bauer basically did. And now they're regretting every decision they made. So I guess to me, this whole thing is, is silly because baseball's problem. They're well aware of it is the players aren't well known enough. We have pundits saying they wouldn't recognize Mike Trout in a shopping mall. No, it's true. So why are you going to limit these players' abilities to market themselves? So in addition to all blah, 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 all the existing social media, blah, 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 prohibited content in addition to the prohibition on, on the use of electronic equipment during the period beginning 30 minutes prior to game and ending upon the conclusion of the game, that is blah, 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 players may not engage in the following content conduct with respect to the use of social media one displaying or transmitting content via social media that reasonably can be construed as an official public communication of an mlb entity without obtaining proper authorization you're going to hear that without obtaining proper authorization in darn near every single one of these things Mm -hmm. and and my question to you is what exactly is proper authorization um for a tweet so i think it's like you know, those, is this like when you couldn't record Monday Night yeah. Football without the express written consent of ABC and the National Football League? Exactly. I was going to say that. It's, it's the exact same fucking thing. Uh, so every time you send a tweet, you have to get sign-off from the commissioner's office pretty much. Okay. So unless I'm sending a dick pic, everything should be fine is how I look at this. All right. So that's – but hold on a second. Because now, number two, you can't use an MLB entity's logo, mark, or or written photographic video or audio property without obtaining proper authorization. That's number two. So Trevor Bauer or uh, Craig Turd or Francisco Lindor can't tweet out their team's logo. (laughs) Their logo. Or video of you in a team jersey without obtaining proper authorization. So, let me get this straight. That's number two in a list of ten. Go ahead, get this straight. I, I, I gotta ask, because if I'm Trevor Bauer, and you're... So, I'm getting paid millions of dollars to, to play for your team. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's a sunk cost. I've signed the contract. It's guaranteed. Mm-hmm. If I'm the franchise, wouldn't I want one of my star players in active social media personalities to promote my brand at no cost. That's what I would think. So I'm just, I'm, I'm kind of lost here. So that's, that, that's, I'm as British people would say, I'm proper gobsmacked at that. I don't understand. Where the fuck it. did you get the word gobsmacked from? That's what they say, dude. That's what they say over the pond. Uh, never been. So well, well, no. We're gonna have Joey Mellows back on the pod soon. We'll fucking I'll go through all the oh. British slang with him. That'll be a new segment. But yes, talking ba- talking Brit with baseball Brit. British people be like, um, but seriously, like you you this is free marketing. This is fucking uh, as that meme goes. It's free real estate. Like you, it's free real estate. you're <laughs> you're literally paying this guy so much money, and he's taking it upon himself to 
promote your team indirectly. And promote himself. And himself. And so, so what's wrong with promoting himself? Number three, linking to the website of an MLB entity on social media outlet without obtaining proper authorization. So I, so I as Trevor Bauer, cannot tweet, hey, look at this poll on Reds.com without proper authorization. Yeah, Bro, are you fucking kidding me? I don't understand. I, I don't understand any of this. Um, so here's what, uh, here's a big challenge for both of us. I want to get either Trevor Bauer, Rob Manfred, maybe both on the pod, and we can just air out our grievances because this, oh. all of this is so fucking stupid to me. I, I just, I don't understand it. Like, can you imagine an NFL team doing this? I mean, you can't obviously because no, you, no I can't because the NFL. At least let 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 guys like Ocho Cinco go off a little bit. I mean, they did even before social media was a big thing. Like o- yeah. Chad Ocho Cinco was like a celebrity within himself, and people knew who he was. You're Ocho right. Ocho slid a ref a dollar during a review, and he got fined a little bit, but he didn't catch a sussy or anything. No, I, I, the same thing. Like the fact that any MLB player right now is basically it. I I don't know. Do, I don't want to say it. I'm going to say it. Fuck it. MLB can't run its teams like a concentration camp. You have to give them freedom. It can't yeah. be. It cannot be Auschwitz. Like, you need to be able to let them fucking express themselves. They are still a part of a free market, and they should be able to promote themselves. And their accomplishments, whether it's statistics that you want to provide through an MLB link, that's fine. Like, enough with this bullshit. This is why MLB is going to fucking die in the next 10 years, because no it one really gives a is. shit. It really is. In, in, in an increasingly social media driven world to say nah th- get off that shit like it's it's literally like your dad that knew nothing about social media is saying I don't know I think that social media is the devil young man yeah like, that's what it, that's what it feels like it's such a dichotomy to it because you have Good the word. MLB thank you uh yeah the <laughs> yeah the MLB who is like basically the best embodiment of the free market with uncapped salaries, no, like no salary cap, nothing like that. Everyone gets guaranteed pay. And then you take this stance where you're basically just putting a communist Marxist approach to what they can actually do on their fucking free time. Like it's so fucking stupid to me. Like you're paying them all this money. Why the fuck shouldn't they be able to tweet? Agreed. Number four makes sense. No displaying or transmitting content that, that contains confidential or proprietary information of any MLB entity or its employees or agents, including, for example, financial information, medical information, strategic information, etc. If I'm Trevor Bauer, I'm I'm just going to release all my medical records as just a troll. So, <laughs> so, I mean, to this, is this a shot at Bauer documenting the COVID testing process? Is this a shot at, I mean, I'm, we're going to keep going back to Bauer because he's the most outlandish one for this. Mm-hmm. Is this him maybe going behind the earth, him saying like his agent kind of goes off regarding contract specifics? Is this Marcus Stroman talking about arbitration? Mm-hmm. Like what is like, I understand it, but I don't know. That one kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Well, even so, like, even with... So, yeah, I'm sure it's about everything you just said. But even so, it's... Like, remember... I'm old enough to remember when Terrell Owens was doing fucking push-ups without a shirt yep. on in his driveway because Drew Excuse Rosenhaus... Excuse trying to stay in shape. Yep. You're telling me, like... And that's the most extreme example I can think of. Like, who fucking cares? If I'm a fan of the team, like, if I... 
as a Yankees fan, if this were to happen to Gleyber Torres when he's up for arbitration and I find out that the team's trying to fuck him, like, I have a right to know. Everyone does. Like, and Glaber has a right to to put that information out because what's the first thing as fans that we see when a team when a team signs a free agent or a player leaves and they're like, oh, they're selfish. They just want the money. Like, well, mm-hmm. give me context why that happened. Like, I should know. And, and mm-hmm. the player should have a right to let us know why they left. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Number five, and this is literally a direct shot at Trevor Bauer. Displaying or transmitting content that could reasonably be construed as condoning the use of any substance prohibited by Major League Baseball's Joint Drug Prevention and Treatment Program. Never mind. The shot at Bauer is he, his company, Watch Momentum, dropped shirts about a month ago that says steroids saved baseball. I, well, I mean, so the, the, I'm, I, I'm not going to agree with Major League Baseball, but I understand what their stance is on that. Yeah. It's, I mean, you're not too subtle when you fucking post a shirt like that. Yeah. I think the shirt's funny as shit. The shirt's hilarious, but at the same time, like, you know, that's, like, that's essentially, you play stupid games, you you get stupid prizes. Like, you know what's going to happen with that one. Yep. This one's frustrating because of what we've seen recently with the, just, like, the umpire arbiters on Twitter, pitching ninja, calling out, and then, like, players quote the shit. Uh, but number five, number six is displaying or transmitting content that questions the impartiality or otherwise denigrates an, a major league umpire. No, I'm fine with that. Like, don't protect Joe West or Angel Hernandez. Yeah, exactly. Like these guys suck. Like, I let me hear it. Exactly. Um, number seven, displaying or transmitting content that is derogatory or incentive to individuals based on race, color, ancestry, sex, sexual orientation, national origin, age, disability, or religion, including but not limited to slurs, jokes, stereotypes, or other inappropriate marks. Duh. Why that isn't number one is beyond me. So let me... Like, How did this slip all the way to seven? That's... It's an interesting <laughs> one. It's an interesting one because... The, I mean, the context is clearly directed at people like Aubrey Huff... And a few other choice players. Um, Lenny Dystra is another example. But at the same token, it's like, yeah, why why are you burying this one if right now in, in the world of 2020, uh, this seems to be at the top of everyone's mind? Like, I really could give two fucks about the cleats that Trevor Bauer wants to wear over what you deem to be... What we're led to believe is the most serious problem in America, and you're burying this at the bottom of the list. Like, I, yeah. I, I just don't understand the reasoning behind that. <laughs> I don't either. I just, I don't, I don't get it. Uh, number eight, displaying or transmitting content that constitutes harassment of an individual or group of individuals, or threatens or advocates the use of violence against an individual or group of individuals. Again, duh. Well, no, Kevin Cash broke that rule, though. What did he do? Uh, about a month ago, he basically threatened the Yankees and said, I have a stable of arms that can throw a that, nine- was in a, that, was, that was in an interview. It wasn't on social media. But it got tweeted out. Not by him, though. But by the Rays. Oh, good point. So they're in violation of their own fucking rule. <laughs> good point. So I, I, I'm Big brain take. I don't know if the Rays should make the postseason. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> I'm, I, hey, they they broke the rules. We we can't allow that. Uh, and I also heard that they were drinking champagne in the dugout. <laughs> can't have that. Ugh. All right. Um, number nine: displaying or transmitting intent that obs- contains obscene or sexually explicit language, images, or acts. 
again. Duh. Justin why, Verlander would be out. Why the... <laughs> I have that picture on my phone, too. Solely for Kate Upton's boobs, let me remind everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> sure. Anyway, number 10, displaying or transmitting content that violates applicable local, state, or federal law or regulations. Again, all the obvious ones got buried to the bottom of the list. The ones that you lead with should have been the obvious ones. Well, yeah, um, but that's the MLB. I mean, yeah. This is, the MLB is like the Seven Kingdoms in the Game of Thrones. No one knows why, but we just nod our heads and say yes. True. Uh, nothing in this policy prohibits you from discussing the terms and conditions of your employment to the extent protected by federal law or otherwise displaying or transmitting content that is, excuse me, that is protected by applicable federal, state, or local law. Enforcement. A player who violates this policy may be subject to discipline for just cause by either his club or the commissioner in accordance with Article 12 of the basic agreements you can't make rob manfred the czar of baseball and that's exactly what this does you you can't i'm sorry you're giving him way too much power you're agreed you're you're essentially you're you're censoring the players media exactly you're essentially telling manfred that he can just run train with whatever the fuck he wants and what he deems necessary or unnecessary in the case of players that he doesn't like ergo trevor bauer uh, clearly, Fernando Tatis, which I think we're all forgetting about, that the fact that everyone seemed to gang up on him for unwritten rules, quote-unquote. Um, yeah. you're, you're taking away the star power of the game if you enforce it. If you choose to enforce these, A, you're a fucking idiot, and then B, you're also just killing the game slowly but surely. Agreed. Agreed 100%. Man, it's so frustrating. All right, before we get to our end, end of the show, curtain calls, we want to know if you checked out the new, the brand new breakdown store through Public. If not, now's the time with our brand new logo on a bunch of new merchandise. There's never been a better time to check out the newly rebuilt Public store than right now. Featuring tees, long sleeves, hoodies, and more, there's never been a better time to check it out. Log on and check it out at bit.ly slash the breakdown store. That's B-I-T dot L-Y slash the B-R-K-D-W-N-S-T-O-R-E. All sales benefit the creating artist, and by using our link, we get a small portion of the profits as well. That's bit.ly slash T-H-E-B-R-K-D-W-N store. Check it out today. With the express and written consent of Major League Baseball, of course. Of course, of course. Make sure you have your five-paragraph essay from Rob Manfred that lets you log on to the website and buy some sick merch. Mm -hmm. Buddy, do you have a curtain call? I do. I have a curtain call. I'm going to go out on a limb here and say the Mariners overtake the Astros and make the playoffs. I love that. Um, my curtain call involves a lot of bleach. Uh, what kind of bleach? What brand are we going with? Clorox? <sighs> Clorox. Gotta be. Gotta be um, the OG. I might might mix in some just some regular just Tide detergent in there. Just get some nice suds in my intestines. <laughs> the Indians are not going to make the postseason. It's beca- going to be because... Of the ineptitude of this front office, of the 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 the, the, the managerial duties, which I love Sandy Elmar Jr., but my guy, you cannot fill out a lineup. Tito hasn't been with us all year, and you're realizing now, I guess, that I you can't hack it, dog. 
No. You were my favorite play, one of my favorite players growing up. Your brother told me to stay in school at Parmatown Mall, and don't get me wrong, I'm forever grateful to Roberto for that. But come on, dude. Fill out the lineup card and just do me a favor, cross out Delino to Shields, cross out Sandy Leone, and never look back when you have some some horses down on the alternate site. There's absolutely no need to continue to have a roster with three catchers on it and one of them being named Sandy Leone. Why don't you just cut Sandy Leone? Like, what's he going to do for you at this point? I, that's what I'm trying to figure out. It's truthfully, I, I don't get it. Like, I, I wish the Yankees could cut could Gary Sanchez, to be honest. That's bold. I, um, I, would, take, I would take Gary over... Eh, I wouldn't say over Roberto, but... I was going to say take him. He's all yours. If, I, if, if I'm Brian Cashman, I would trade Gary Sanchez in a New York minute. This was therapeutic. <laughs> there's some sadness behind those eyes. They, oh, there's so much sadness. Um, boy, this one, this one hurt to, to, to get some some of the words out, but I'm glad I did. Um, and in the words of Michael Scott, well, 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 how the turntables. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I love it. Until next week. Hopefully, I'm in a better mood then. He's seven. I'm Tommy. We're out. See ya. myself shut my weakness is that I can't do much and my scars remind me that the past is real I tear my heart open just to fail